Welcome to Pop Off Podcast. We have Z Dempers from Season 6 of Below Deck Ned. And this is a Below Deck Above Average production. Enjoy. Um, welcome back, everybody. This is James, and we are on Pop Off with James. I have Z from season six of low deck med and yeah thank you so much for joining us or me us <laughs> <laughs> no thank you so much for having me i'm excited so wh- what are you doing now like are you in south africa doing charters or what actually i'm currently back at home um came back mm-hmm. after last season in like november decided to sort of like start some instructing courses um so like for anybody wanting to get into the yachting industry basically powerboat courses um, deckhand courses and jet ski courses um, so I've just been doing that for the time being but almost getting ready to head back over to the med I think by sort of the end of this month should be should be back on overseas are you wanting to be a captain <laughs> I don't know I look at I look at I sometimes look at my brother and the stress that he gets from from being a captain and I just don't know if if I'm quite if I'm quite there yet but definitely looking forward to like building up the next steps to get to Boson. And then I think sort of from there, uh, make a decision. Um, it is a lot of work. Um, don't know if quite, you are quite ready yet. Uh, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, so I'm 20, 28 this year. So 27 at the moment, but yeah, 28 this year. Yachting is going to be your career at this point. You're not going to go another way or... Um, I think at the moment, uh, definitely thinking that, yeah, yachting is probably going to be me for the next sort of five to six years. Yeah. And then I think I'd like to sort of, at the end of it all, come back and open up my, my own little restaurants and, and sort of, because I love hospitality. So I think that's, that's definitely one of the main things that I'd like to, to, to get into again. So that's where you came from is a restaurant? Yeah. So, I mean, before I went into yachting, I was uh, managing a restaurant here in Cape Town. And then I started doing that while I was at uh, university. Um, and then I think just the fact of actually making money started to take away from my studies. So, so put the studies on the back burner and then um, just got more serious into, into hospitality. Is that what you took in university, hospitality management? Uh, politics and journalism. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite a change. Yeah. Did you finish school or did you just go right into yachting? No, I actually, I stopped. I stopped with with six months to go. Um, oh, really? Probably one of the sillier things I've done in my life, but yeah. I still, I still dance a lot, so it was, it, it's, it's cool. No regrets, right? No regrets. No, exactly. It was an amazing experience, and I think at the time it was probably, probably what I needed to do. Yeah, for sure. Because your family was in yachting, did you know that you were going to go into yachting? Yeah, so I mean, I did, I did the, the whole studying thing for a while and then yeah. um, got into hospitality. And then I think towards the end of sort of like, I mean, I tried to first get into yachting in 2017, um, but it just, with our South African passport, it's super, super difficult to actually get overseas most of the time. Um, so my visa got denied, I think three times. So then I just went back into, back into hospitality and then um, obviously the opportunity came for the first season of um of the med and yeah. that's sort of what 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 got me overseas which is also super cool 
So how much experience did you actually have before going on Below Deck? It works around here in Cape Town. Like things are very, very laid back here as opposed to, to overseas. So nothing in terms of, of real sort of yachting experience, um, like small bits and bobs here and there. Um, but definitely my eyes were opened up quite, quite a lot on, on that first day. Yeah. I think the good thing about what made you succeed is like you were so open to being trained and like taught. And I think some people are so green and they think that they know everything and then they don't like being told what to do. So I think that's... Yeah. It's like something that my brothers always said to me is that you really have to be, you have to be open to learning. You can't act like an owner just because you look like an idiot at the end of the day. I think with anything in life, really, if you go into a working situation and you act like on your first day, you know, everything, nobody's really going to appreciate that. So always yeah. try to have that kind of attitude. For sure. My boss actually is from South Africa and she was telling us this crazy stories about South Africa, about how she had to have this big wall around her property. And <laughs> she said it was so crazy. Is it like that now or no? <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think people see a lot of things in the news about South Africa, which make them feel yeah. terrified. Um, and I think a lot of it's blown out of proportion. Um, I mean, we do all have, we do all have fences around our houses and like electric fencing and things like that. There is, yeah. there is a lot of crime, but I'd say most of the time it's, it's probably like fairly petty crime. We aren't really exposed to sort of the, the more dangerous crime that happens in our country in the areas that we live in. Um, sort of more in the rural areas is where you see a lot of the sort of like dangerous murders and things like that, gang activity and stuff like that. But we do, we do all live behind um, fences with electric fences and very protected. Yeah, when she told me, she said it was some crazy stuff. Like there was an alarm in her house that wouldn't go off in her house. It would go off in the neighbor's house and then the neighbor could hear her house for like a minute to hear what was going on or something. And I'm like, whoa, like that sounds so crazy. <laughs> you know? Do you think Below Deck has hindered you at all in your career in yachting? Because a lot of people say, <laughs> you know, it'll cancel you in yachting. Yeah. Um, I really think it's, it's, it's very dependent as to, as to sort of how you portray it. Um, I think it is quite difficult just in terms of realistically, you don't know what's going to come out until it actually does you're sort of playing a bit of a waiting game. But I think if you, if you stick to your, to your true colors and you behave like yourself, um, you really shouldn't have an issue. Um, like, I don't, think I've, I don't think I've had much of an issue from it. I think it's been quite beneficial. Um, obviously, in yachting, a lot of owners like, uh, really enjoy their privacy and stuff like that. So maybe yeah. in that sense, they wouldn't want to have somebody who's been on a TV show on their boat. Um, but other than that, I think it's, it's, it's been fairly beneficial. When you do interviews, does everyone just ask you about Lexi? I feel like that's what everyone asks you about. <laughs> yeah. um, Lexi is definitely a common thread Yeah. <laughs> when, when people question me. I had Katie on right before you, and I was, thought it was so interesting that she said that she thought Lexi had a good edit. Like She thought Lexi looked better like on the season than she did in person. Do you agree with yeah, that? No, I can, I can, I can, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. Yeah, I bet there's like a lot that you can't say, right? Yeah, I just think like, I mean, it's, it's really difficult for, 
for the camera to make you look so shit. If you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're behaving like that, then obviously the camera can't hide that. Um, and obviously a lot of the stuff that's, that happens on the show gets cut out. So I think she, she got away with, with a, she definitely did get away with a good edit. But do you think there's like one situation or one occurrence that happened that wasn't aired that you can say that maybe would give us a different outlook on her? I think if anyone has an outlook on Lex in a good light, that can be quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed so nice. I rewatched a couple episodes and she seemed so nice at the beginning. And then she pulls out the burn book and you're just like, what the hell? That's the no. thing. Like, I think, I think there, there's definitely parts of the season where things definitely could have been turned around. As a crew, we were fairly open to, like, open to her. And, I mean, obviously after the first, first incident that happened that everybody saw, we all let that go, brushed it off and carried on as if nothing had really happened. Yeah. So I think if just, like, her, her attitude had changed and she wasn't so... Um, just the way that she behaved was, was very, very wrong. I mean, even in terms of like not saying goodbye to anybody when she leaves and then blocking everybody on Instagram, like instantly. Yeah, just generally, I think if she just had a bit of a change of attitude, it could have, things could have been really different. Um, and we actually would have stuck it out for, throughout the rest of the season, um, which is unfortunate, but yeah, it was, it was tough. You know, if I may ask, she kind of made accusations against you about like, about being black and I was just wondering do you find you get comments about your race and stuff like that in yawning because I feel like there's not a lot of diversity you know if I'm yeah I think no no of course of course I think um yachting is it's always been like quite a tough one just because you know you majority of the time you're working with the top one percent so your preferences are whatever they get so you could have let's say a Russian owner who doesn't like Americans and then he's not going to hire Americans. So it's not necessarily the color of your skin or your nationality, um, but often just the owner's preference. Um, but unfortunately, I think there isn't a lot of black people within the yachting industry just because yeah. I think traditionally speaking, black people don't really interact that much on the water or aren't that, um, don't do that much water sports or aren't that much engaged with the water as, as as a white person would be. Um, yeah. So I think that sort of leads to, to why there's a lot less black people within the industry too. Um, you know, to me from down under. Yes. I haven't actually watched it, but we've connected on, on Instagram. Yeah. She's amazing. I love to me. She's like one of my favorite people from the show. Yeah, She seems super, super sweet. I just, we don't, we don't get it um, in South Africa, unfortunately. Oh, you don't? No, we, we, don't even get, I think, um, season six of The Med has just come out here, like now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was your highlight of the whole season? Um, I think my highlight of the season is probably the way that, that everybody came together. Yeah. Um, I think in the, those sort of, that last, I think it was the last two chances where we were one person down in interior and then at the stage had lost Lloyd. I think just the way that everybody pulled it together to make sure that the guests still had an amazing experience and everyone was just covering everybody. There was no like me, 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 me. It was a big, a big team effort. And I think that really just showed sort of the bond that we had created through throughout the season. So that was 
probably the most special. And then obviously our little trip and split was was also just super cool because I don't think that's necessarily happened before. Um, so yeah, I think just the the general bonding of everybody. So in the beginning, when you went on the show, did you have a lot of anxiety? Yeah. You seemed pretty chill. <laughs> no, no, I was I was petrified. Um, I remember sitting in the hotel in quarantine just before, just thinking, uh, what's going to happen? What can I expect? Because I don't know. Like, I think you sort of, I hadn't really known about Below Deck before um, joining the show. Yeah. I think when I was going through the interview process, then I was like, I sat with my parents and watched, um, we watched one episode. And I was like, okay, so this is what it's all about. This is what it's going to be like. But then when I, was in, um, when I was in quarantine, I watched, I think, like three episodes of the season before um and i think that season was quite dramatic season five <laughs> yeah. yeah so that made me quite nervous just like for expectations and what's actually yeah just for what to expect on the first day um so now i was very very anxious before getting on board um have you watched more episodes since you've been on it or no i watched our season and then i've watched some of the sailing um, but yeah, I want to, I really, I do want to watch Town Under. I've heard that was, that was quite interesting. This latest season of The Sailing, I think I'm quite keen to watch too. Is it true that you're dating, you dated that girl from Sailing Yacht? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't officially date. Um, yeah. but we, we had hooked up a couple of times, um, before before she was on 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 the show yeah she looks so good like have you seen her instagram lately yeah she's looking incredible yeah she's looking i was like really really good know. recently <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you keep in touch with everybody from your season or yeah so i mean like obviously um courtney came here in courtney came here i think it was in november Ooh. <laughs> and then um katie was here at the same time too so we hung out and then katie ended up staying i think until basically the beginning of december um so we hung out quite a lot and then i think now when i head on over to to europe been speaking with malia and katie and dave um i think we want to try and make a plan to meet up in, in europe at some stage yeah. um but yeah i think like i mean our whatsapp group is still very much alive um we all chat on the whatsapp group all the time so we really did like create like really cool friendships from it. Do you remember like the first episode when when Matt left because of his knee and then like everybody was making the dinner? Like I was watching that <laughs> laughing so hard. Did you cook anything? Um, no, I think I was I can't remember if we if we're at anchor or if we were still in the in the in the port. Um, but no, I think I had I had other duties that night. Because I remember Dave was doing Dave and Courtney were basically in the galley, um, doing most of the stuff with Captain Sandy. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think I don't think I cooked anything that night. I think I was also too nervous to even try and give it a go, like on my first day. <laughs> oh god, that was hilarious. Yeah, shame for Matthew. Like, do you have a yawning story that's kind of like that? Sure, I haven't I haven't been in that many in that many sort of situations. Because obviously like that was my that was my first like heavy charter season. Um so everything to me was like, whoa, 
This is very, very fast paced. Um, yeah, because yeah, I mean, back back here at home, like we we're doing, I mean, it wasn't wasn't nearly what what's happening overseas. It was just small little charters, maybe to like Robin Island and stuff like that, which is small little trips. Um, so there wasn't really that much room for for error, and you also don't have like you don't have that many crew members. Um, yeah, so I haven't really, I haven't really been in a situation like that before. I have a couple of games for you, if that's cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. I played this game with Katie a couple of days ago, and I'm yeah. gonna recycle the game because I think it would be funny if you played it too. So I'm gonna. <laughs> have you ever been to Canada before? No. No. no okay, so I'm Canada. gonna say some Canadian words, and then you tell me if you know what they are. <laughs> Do you know what a Canuck is? Canuck. Uh, no, it sounds like so. It sounds like something very rude. <laughs> no, it's uh, it actually just means Canadian. That's it. <laughs> really? Yeah. It sounds very rude. It's like some a Canuck would be like somebody who's like super Canadian who like plays hockey and you know that kind of thing. Yeah, like a bit of a jock. Yeah. Um, do you know what this word is? Took? Took. <laughs> Are these actual words? Yeah. <laughs> Took. Um, can you give me a clue? It's something that you wear. Uh, jeans? <laughs> jeans. <laughs> No, not jeans? No, it's a, a beanie, like a, a hat. Oh. <laughs> can, you, can you put it in a sentence for me? <laughs> yeah. Do you know like those like wool hats that come over your ears like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like if, you're, if it's snowing outside, don't forget your toque, you know? <laughs> those with your gloves. <laughs> And then I have like a really Canadian one. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what a double double is? A double double. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take a wild guess. Double double. Um, it sounds like it would have to do with with drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever heard of Tim Hortons? No. It's like the Starbucks of Canada. So a double-double, it means two sugars and two creams. Two sugars and two creams. Can I, so you, you go up to the, uh, the constant, can I have a double-double? Yep, a double-double. And people generally know what that means. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you sounded That's so Canadian so there when you said double-double. Double-double. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have one more word left for you, okay? Okay. Tobo or toboggan. Toboggan. I've heard of this word before. Oh, you have? Sweet. Is it a, is it a sled? Yeah, it's a sled. <laughs> yeah, you beat Katie. Katie got zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so one of my friends, they actually, um, they were in Aspen, and she had a, an accident off of uh, toboggan. Yeah. Yeah, she fell off of one of those. And that was the first time that you heard it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have, like, um, 
like a South African word that I wouldn't know that you can think of? Um, yeah, South African lingo is very like rude. Is it? <laughs> <Crude>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, Burovos? Say it again. Uh, Burovos? Never heard of it. It's a, it's a type of food. It's basically, do you know what a, a braai is? No. So like a braai is basically what you guys would call a, a barbecue. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just like a hot fire. Um, then there's, in, in Zulu, it would be like a, a shisanyama. <laughs> is that like your stepmom or something? <laughs> <laughs> shisanyama is just like, um, basically means hot meat. And um, so it's like, a, so same as barbecue, just in another language. So I mean, we have, we have nine nine different languages in our country. Nine? That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Do you speak yeah. all of them or what? No. So I mean, I speak I speak English, and then I can like understand Afrikaans, um, and I can understand Zulu, um, okay. but I can't actually like my. It's very broken down, and I reply. But like, yeah. if somebody said something, you would figure out what they're saying, kind of thing. Yeah, so you can tend to like sort of pick up on on small bits here and there, um, but then I'd still reply in English because if I tried in Afrikaans, I'd just offend people. Okay, the next game we're gonna play is Never Have I Ever, and I got this off of your appearance on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> <laughs> so you take a drink if you've done it, or you don't take a yeah. drink if you have not. So oh never God. have I ever dropped a guest. No. <laughs> you had to really think about that one, no. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of like other 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 times that I've been around people. <laughs> never have I ever lied on my resume. Hmm. <laughs> It's like a small, like something small. Just a little bit, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> never have I ever dated a crew. You, you and Courtney dated, right? <laughs> no, I wouldn't call that dating. I no. wouldn't call that dating. Did you actually really like her or was it kind of just like being like flirty? Um, no, I think I really did like Courtney. I mean, we, I think we just got along super, super well. Yeah. Um, and we, we, yeah, we just cared for each other a lot, but I think, um, bit off that we are just, just good as, good as friends. Um, I think, yeah, definitely for the better. Never have I ever filmed a reality show twice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll just skip that one, okay? Because I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> um, never have I ever lied to your captain to save a co-worker's ass. What's that? 
I mean, is not saying something lying? <laughs> lying by way of omission, I guess. Take one just in case. I always wondered about this with yachting because you guys, you work hard, but you guys party like harder. So have you guys ever gotten so hungover that you literally cannot work the next day? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think there definitely comes a point where like, you feel like you're gonna die. Um, but you have to, I mean, if you don't, if you're not pulling your weights, it's, it's a little bit unfair. I think like then will be like a team decision to be like, okay, cool guys, we're going to smash this out for two hours and then everyone can go down. There hasn't been a point where like, you can't just not show up. Um, it's really just not fair. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think then it's just like, just about the team saying, okay, cool. Let's grind. Let's push it out. Headaches aside for a little bit. And then um, you can go sleep in your cabin afterwards. I feel like I've been hung over so bad that I feel like I nothing could have got me out of that bed. And sometimes I wonder like how you guys get up. It takes it takes a lot. It takes <laughs> it takes huge amounts to actually get out of bed. Like I remember last season, I think on our <laughs> on our on our crew day off, we were um, we were all so hungover, so so hungover, and. Um, we had like the whole plan to go obviously do the crew day off. And I remember myself and Lloyd just looked at each other and we're just like, no ways. We are not even going for the crew day out today. <laughs> but then um but yeah, I just came around like bashing pots and pads, <laughs> getting us all awake. And then but then we're like, because then you can actually just like start drinking again and you don't actually have to go into into the working situation. Oh, that's true. But it's it does take a lot to actually get up in the morning and be like. I actually gotta go do this when you guys are all hung over in the morning do you guys all have to like line up to the log book to log tylenol and, and like your to, to, to log out to log like your advils and everything like that do you have to log advils or just like prescription medication no so it's just like um prescription medication so like anything that's going to sort of like make you like a bit drowsy or just not be a hundred percent. You have to like to care. Um, but you know, your basic like panados and like hangover pills and stuff like that, those you can those you can take happily. <laughs> <laughs> what about Benadryl? Because Benadryl kind of makes you tired. You have to log Benadryl. No, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. Like yachts, so the, the motion sickness tablets. Have you ever gotten motion sickness on a yacht or? No, I'm quite lucky. I haven't, I've never gotten, I've never gotten seasick. Um, I actually, I fall, I, like, I sleep, I sleep better because I feel like I'm being rocked like a baby and I just pass out instantly. I couldn't imagine being in that close of quarters with a whole bunch of other guys. Do they like smell or like, do they snore? <laughs> you know, like, I would be so weirded out. <laughs> um, it definitely takes, it definitely takes adjusting to, I think, like, I mean, because I was at boarding school when I was at high school, and we also used to sleep, like, basically next to each other like that. So I did that for um, for three years at school. So I think from then, I was already fairly used to it. And then it's also, like, everything's just using public showers, basically, and 
like everyone's very sweaty after rugby practices and yeah so it's there's a lot of testosterone flowing around at school if you could do the show again and have any captain who would you choose um i haven't watched much of captain glenn yeah. i think it would be i think it would probably be captain lee um yeah. he seems to have like a very cool style of 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 management it's fairly fairly harsh and i think mm-hmm. that that almost pushes you quite a bit to 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 do better um i think it would be quite cool to work on an anthem yeah and um, have you like met anybody from another below deck show i met somebody from something that's coming i don't know if it's been um spoken about or on oh okay <laughs> <laughs> um and then kiko oh i love kiko she's just been in in cape town recently oh, nice. and then I, one of my friends is friends with his friends and they were going to try i think to up for us to meet up but didn't actually end up meeting up um no so i think like probably when i go to to america we'll we'll end up we'll end up meeting meeting people that side you know what i always wondered was you know how there's like three engineers are they engineers yes yeah so you get the the chief officer yeah um who usually isn't shown and then you get um chief engineer and second engineer where do they sleep when you're well, on the show like cuz you never see them going into a bunker <laughs> no? no so i mean they'll the the boat will always still have um cabins for them cuz they actually crew that are on the boat before we get on and they're oh, there okay. for safety purposes too um so they'll always just usually stay in their cabins that they usually have on board before we actually get on otherwise like a captain will shift out of captain's cabin and into like a uh, chief officer's cabin and they'll bunk together or something like that so like, their cabins are separate from your guys's or in terms of production they'll either be like on the guest side or not really by ours just because obviously we're going in and out of our our cabins all the time so they can't really be in the way of that so their cabins yeah. will always be in a position where they're not really going to interfere with with us but they will be sort of like bias if that makes sense is there anything that you wanted to get off your chest or anything like that yeah i'm 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 a happy being <laughs> well uh thank you so much for doing my podcast i really appreciate it it was really nice meeting you and everything so no thank you for your time james really appreciate it hope you have a enjoy this today at work well where can we find you online most of the time just instagram sure at cdempers um i have got facebook but i don't really post much on facebook nobody um <laughs> and then twitter i think i'm going to try get get more into this year twitter and tiktok yeah. for 2022 are you going to start any businesses take advantage of your newfound fame um there is some things there is some things in the pipeline there's yeah. some things um some very exciting projects that sort of will be announcing i think in like uh about a month cool yeah tag me in the middle repost for you okay <laughs> i will do so i will do so okay. well thank you so much and yeah keep it up